Let's go! What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. Today, we have a discussion on No Way Home. The trailer, a lot of questions to get through, our theories, our breakdowns, kind of what we have in store for uh, what's to come in that universe. And then I think we're going to talk about Lost in another video. So basically, from here on out, it's just going to be um, separate videos and not the whole podcast where we talk about all the news of the week and then um, what we were watching during the week. It's it's going to be a little bit different from now on. Yeah, a little bit more clean and professional and just easy for you to listen to what you want to listen to. Easier on YouTube for sure. So let's just start off with Spider-Man No Way Home. Last Tuesday, I believe it was, Tuesday night, a day that will live in infamy. I will remember it. In history. For uh, very long. I'm going to tell um, my kids about that night, Ben. Oh, absolutely. When me, me and my buddies all got together and, and watched and dissected the No Way Home trailer for like an hour and a half. Are you kidding me? It was epic. I Just generally, your impressions of the trailer, what did you think? I thought it was awesome. I thought they showed us so much, yet stayed so reserved at the same time. They they gave us all the villains. Yep. They gave us beautiful shots of all the villains. And they gave us more uh, intricate story details on what's happening. They revealed maybe Doc Ock is a good guy in this movie. Uh, Doctor Strange, it seems, is less like a Mephisto-type character and more just the, him and Peter just at odds. It gives us the right... It gives us so much, yet... You know what I'm saying? It, it, there's it's so many so questions. Good. It's there's, so fun. Right. It leaves you so many questions. It gives you no answers, but it just shows you the villains. It shows you the people you wanted to see. Not all the people you wanted to see, but it shows you just the original villains in new suits. And for the most part, some got new suits, some classic Green Goblin classic suit. His suit looks beautiful. They crispified it. They like polished his metal. It's <laughs> they, shiny. I they crispified it. I can see it. my reflection in his suit. It is. It just looks so cool. It is pretty beautiful. It's back in his Power Rangers costume. It looks beautiful. I love it. The yeah. whole thing. It looks awesome. And one of the things that was so good about it is that they didn't reveal Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. At this point, it's a foregone conclusion. It's Hollywood's worst kept secret that they're not in the movie. You know. But I have, you know what I have done? I've reserved myself to not watch any of the new TV spots that come out. Those two trailers are the only promotional material that I'm going to watch for the film. I know they've been releasing a lot of TV spots, like just 30-second clips or whatever. I've, they I've, have been, and they've been putting a lot of new stuff in there. That's what I'm saying, like even, dude. So today, no way you didn't see this. In the new TV spot, Electro has Tony's arc reactor. Did you see that? I did see that, Yeah, yes. they're revealing like so much in these TV spots. And that's what made me stop. Because I was like, all right, I just, I just want to go in with what I know. Like, this, this is enough. I don't know if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it. I don't know if Daredevil is going to be in it. I, I just like, dude, whoops, <laughs> the audio there. But, like, it's like, I, I don't want to know that stuff, you know? So that's interesting how he's going to play to that, you know? Does he have a Tony Stark in his universe? Or does he go to Stark Laboratories or whatever? It Stark looks Industries? just like our Tony's. It does. Director. But and it's just leaning into the theory that yeah. these five villains all get Stark tech somehow and mm -hmm. use it. And that ties in the whole Vulture's uh, whole what what, what uh, <laughs> he had he he was part His of damage goal control in the and first then... movie is to steal 
Tony Stark's jet right at the end of it to get all of those. So I don't know. Are we going to see the Vulture in this movie? Probably not. Maybe same universe. He's still alive. Listen, He's in jail. Dude, I wouldn't doubt it. We we know we're going to see him in Morbius the do, next yeah. freaking month. So. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do from there? But I don't know. I thought the trailer was awesome. Like, just a beautiful trailer. I'm glad they didn't reveal much. They gave us new shots of all the villains. We kind of already talked about it. But um, today, for this, I really wanted to have a discussion about it. I know Ethan does too. I know we've got a lot of questions about it. So let's just, what, what's what's the first question you got for us? I know you wrote down a bunch of questions. Uh, and I want to go through them. First question is, can this movie live up to the hype? All right, so, so here's the thing. I know that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it, and if they are, it will live up to the hype. It, yeah, that's all it needs. If they aren't, then it it's going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. Even if it's a good movie, dude. Maybe in 10 years, once people digest it and know what to expect. But if like they're an Iron Man movie, 3 type thing. Right, years absolutely. down the line, people will look back and say, you know, the media and the expectations for that movie, they're way higher. But in retrospect, Iron Man 3, it's not a bad movie. I like it. But if this movie does not have those two in it, mm -hmm. yeah, people are going to be outraged. People are going to be upset. People are going to be disappointed. And really, on top of everything, just confused. Yeah. Because there's no way they're not in this movie, you know. The, the leaked scaffolding footage of that Andrew got. Garfield when he's like when he has his hand against yeah, it, it right. matches perfectly the scaffold that we see in the trailer, and I think it they lines did that up too nice. Right? Yeah, I, I think they're, they've done a lot intentionally to to let you know that hey, listen, they're probably going to be in the film. They've done everything except confirm it, which I'm glad, you know. So anyway, to answer the question. Will it live up to the hype? Yeah, if they're in it, it's going to live up to the hype. 100%. You can't, like, if they're in the movie, it's totally going to live up to the hype. I can't wait to see these characters again, you know? Yeah, if they're in the movie, it will totally live up to the hype. Yep. But to be more than just a hype fan service movie, it has to have a good story. And it has to age well. Right. Sure, the hype can be there. Toby and Andrew can appear. It could be an awesome, fun movie in the moment. But 10 years down the line, we have to be able to look back and say, this was truly a great Spider-Man film. It has to age as well as Spider-Man 2 does. We have to look back and say, this movie still stands. That is what will determine and, the history of this movie. Right, and I think that is where you get a little dicey. Yes. Because you can have, I mean, this movie's going to make a billion dollars, no question. So many people are going to see this. I know I'm going to see it more than once. But can it stand the test of time? You know, we'll have to see. But my answer to that is if they're in the movie, it will live up to the hype. I, I totally agree. Absolutely. Because that's really well, all oh, the yeah. hype is around. It's mm -hmm. around those two. All the villains we've seen in the trailer, they're going to be in it, you know? Yeah. But those two are the big question marks. And if those two appear in the movie, I think it will live up to the hype. I think a way that it couldn't is if they don't have the roles people want them to have in this movie. Mm -hmm. If they... As, as in, what do you mean? The screen time they get. Oh, Because okay. people love Andrew Garfield. People love Tobey Maguire. Right. But this is still a Tom Holland movie. Tom Holland's going to have way more screen time than those two. That's a good point. And 
people are going to want, give me Toby, give me three hours of Toby. You know, it ain't it's there. not, it's not a Toby Maguire movie. It's right. not an Andrew Garfield movie. And hmm. this is Tom Holland's third movie. This is Tom Holland's Endgame. This is Tom Holland's story. Right. This is Tom Holland's life. You know, he is the center point of the story, regardless of how much you love Toby and Andrew. This is Tom Holland's hmm. movie. So get that in your heads. Know that. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Because, sure, you're all excited. Get, give me Andrew. Give me Tommy. Give me these awesome character moments. Give me these insane scenes. But who knows? Who knows how much dialogue they'll even get in this movie? They'll get some, no doubt. But just this is Tom Holland's movie, you know? It's, I, I can totally see people coming out of this movie. And it's like... It was good, but they just didn't show me enough of Toby and Andrew. Well, guess what, dude? This is Spider-Man 3. This is, this is No Way Home. It's part of the home, like, however Marvel did, the whatever reason they came up with the home name for their Spider-Man movies. It's his movie. So, I don't know. I'll be happy as long as the story's good. It story's good based on the villains we've seen already. I think this will be. I think I'll like this movie based on the story and the villains we've seen already, regardless of if Toby and Andrew show up. I am in that mindset. I want, no, don't get me wrong. I want them to so bad, but I love Tom Holland that much. I believe he can carry a movie. And uh, yes, but it I just doesn't so make sense for Tom Holland right. to be fighting against these five villains alone. Right. There's no way that's even plausible. And that's, I think what, like if they're not in the movie, I just would be disappointed, you know, like, I know that he, the movie will, might age well, but if they're not in the movie, it's going to be disappointing. No. There's no 100%. middle ground. Yeah. So I won't leave the theater satisfied if they're not, hmm. even though it might be a great movie. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that, this, that this, is when that movie won't live up to the hype. Yeah. If it don't deliver on some things people expect. But that's also, get your expectations lower. Marvel... They've, and Sony, they've been saying that recently. Marvel they? and Sony hasn't put out anything with Tom or Andrew in it. Nothing. Bubkiss, zero. Get your expectations lower. You know? You can't go into the movie expecting them to be huge points in the movie. Uh, that one, I think, is an absolutely valid statement. Because they could definitely not be. They could show up as in like, a, like an Avengers Endgame type sequence. You get two and a half hours with the original six Avengers... And then everyone shows up at the end for uh, maybe half an hour of screen time. You know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, that could be the situation we reveal here. You know? So, F 15 minutes, you know? That's good enough for me. 15 yeah. minutes of them talking and fighting together, that satisfies me. But I, well, you know what? That's a question. That's a question we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, next question we got is, will we get Peter Parker's origin story? Whether it be the spider bite, whether it's going to be a flashback, are we going to see it in this story? You know? Here you go. I updated our question list. Oh, nice. Okay. It didn't. Oh, I guess it didn't transfer. The iCloud didn't transfer. But yeah, no, that not. question is still on there. Yeah. So. Yep. Will we get his origin story? What do you think? I think we'll definitely get mention of it. Because if the other two Spider-Men do appear... They got to talk about how they all got bitten, right? And I think especially because they're doing the show freshman year, like... They have to address it in, in some, some way, way right. in an actual movie before just bringing it up in a show. Yeah. 
Huh. So totally, I think we'll get part of his origin story. But what would, would be even cooler if we somehow either... Because, you know, right from the start of this movie, it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, it's going to be insane. J. Jonah Jameson on the, the big Times Square board. Yeah. Right. But what if they just, I don't know, calmed it down, flashback to his bite. You know, this is all hypothetical, but, you know, maybe. Maybe we get that. That would be nice. Would be I'd cool. like to see it. You know? Especially, like, I would not like to see it if it wasn't, like... If it was only in cartoon animation, you know, like I'd like to see it at least in some form, his origin story in live action. That'd be cool. I don't know. There's so much crap that they're going to have to juggle in this movie. But if they include this, I don't think I'd be mad. You know? Yeah. All right. So next question is why does Dr. Strange do the spell for Peter? Why is he performing this spell? If in this new trailer, we have... A greater idea that this is Doctor Strange. This is not Mephisto. This guy seems like Doctor Strange. And I don't think it is. No, it seems like our Doctor Strange. So why is he performing this spell for Peter? Mm. Is it out of pity? Does he feel bad for Peter? Does he, just in his cocky arrogance, think, you know what? I'd like to see if I could pull that off. Let me see if I can sex, uh, successfully <laughs> wipe the memories of everyone on earth, make hmm. them forget who Peter Parker is. Maybe it's a selfish thing for Dr. Strange. Maybe he wants to just see if he can do it. I feel like as the Sorcerer Supreme, you wouldn't be that cocky. I, but that begs the question, why is he doing this? Well, is he just a nice guy? Does he want to be nice to Peter? I don't think that's it. Because a spell of this magnitude would probably have some severe altercations. And clearly he cares about like the whole universe, you know, in this, I think that's why he's sending those villains back. You know, we get the line in the trailer, you know, like it's their fate. They all die fighting Spider-Man. You know, we get the sense that he wants to send them back. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll make sense in universe. You know, it won't disrupt things. If they stay in this universe, it, it could be very bad. So obviously he cares, you yeah. know? So, is he under some sort of spell? I've heard theories that Wanda yeah. somehow did something to so, him. So that is a theory. Is Does Wanda have some kind of spell cast on him? Because maybe Wanda... I feel like... Does Wanda have hmm. power to open the multiverse? Uh, so maybe that is the difference between Wanda and Strange. Yeah. Wanda can control Strange, but Wanda can't necessarily open the multiverse. And she needs to use Strange to do it. I can totally see that. And You're right. She's manipulating or mind controlling Strange somehow, yeah. like she did with the whole town of Westview. She's doing that to Strange, and she's getting him to open the multiverse in order to uh, try to find her kids in the vast multiverse. We know, know this movie is going to tie. It, Kevin Feige said it himself. Directly tie in a multiverse of madness. Right. So I wouldn't doubt it. That's not a bad theory. But maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe he does feel bad for Peter Parker. Maybe he's seen what, what he's been dealing with, you know? Maybe he just straight up has sympathy for the guy. Mm. It's like, man, this guy lost his Uncle Ben. He lost Tony. Yeah. Now he's just a kid, and his whole school is bullying him. Not bullying him, but they all know. They all know his secret. And Tom says at the beginning of this movie, the best week of my life 
since I got the spider bite was the week hmm. that the week I had between you. He's talking to Zendaya's character, you finding out and the world finding out, you know, that's hmm. the best week of his life. That's all he wants, you know. And that is what makes Spider-Man such an engaging character is because he has these powers. He has this responsibility. He can't live a normal teenage life, you know. No, he can't. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, and he's just a kid, you know. Right. We forget that. It's Timeline characters younger than us. He's got to be 18, right? Yeah, he's pretty young. I would assume this is his senior year or something S like that. Six. He's 16 in, no, he's 15 in Homecoming because he can't drive yet. Yes, and in Civil War, he's that age. I know he's a, he's a freshman in Civil War. Yes. And then, because I remember because I was a freshman. He was in Algebra. I was in Algebra. I was like, oh, no way, dude. <laughs> but he, like, aged perfectly, like, with me, with with me at that time. Yeah. And but then, then the blip happened. Right. And then also, it just, I think they're not covering as much time as, like, as passing in our world, you know? Yeah. So... Which they have to do that now, especially well, right. to account for the blip happening. Right. So, I mean, well, technically what? They're in 2023 or 2024 or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> 2025, maybe, even. It was five years from 2018. Yeah, maybe so. 2023. I think so. Not something sure. like that. But, yeah. I mean, if, at this pace, they're going to catch up. You know? They can get back on course with real-life timeline. Maybe if, if we go it. into lockdown again and the movies stop releasing <laughs> again. <laughs> no, but just the way movies release and the way time progresses in the movies. Yeah, that's true. How fast they go. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question is what happens to the villains in this movie that will make them want to attack Peter Parker again? Because we get at the end of Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, he makes a right choice. He's a good guy. End of that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Man 3, Sandman, he apologizes to Peter Parker and is then forgiven by Peter Parker. The Amazing Spider-Man, the Lizard. Uh, last battle, Kirk Connors grabs Peter from the falling building, lifts right. him to safety. I forgot about that, yeah. yeah. And then what happens in Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2 What happens to Goblin? Electro? Goblin is, the Green Goblin, is locked up in a prison. Well, he's a mental facility. And I forget what happens to Electro. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. But I know he doesn't die. So, all right. So based on the, the three I just said, right. the three we know, those guys, they have no gripes with Peter Parker right now. Mm -hmm. So what happens in this movie to make them want to attack him again? Because in the trailer, it's very clear. Sure, there are maybe Spider-Man edited out of it, but it's very clear that there are the villains attacking Peter Parker. Why are they doing that? Now, Doc Ock, I'm not so sure about. He might be a good guy. I think they're teasing that a little they bit. They are, yes, heavily. But I think some of those some of those editing choices are not as clear. You know, the scene where MJ and Peter and Ned are talking to him in that alleyway or underground or whatever, I don't think those are the same scenes. I don't think he's talking to Doc Ock in that scene. I think Doc Ock is talking to someone else. You know, and it could be a villain. It could be someone else. I don't really know, but I don't think he's talking to the kids in that scene. So I don't know about Doc Ock, but maybe they were taken from times before they got redeemed. But it's weird. It's like it raises so many questions because Strange says that all of these villains die fighting Spider-Man. Yeah, so it has to be further down the line for some of these characters. 
And maybe we'll get that story addressed. Like uh, Kirk Connors, maybe he breaks out of prison in The Amazing Spider-Man Aftermath. Then Spider-Man ends up having to, having to kill him. Same with Sandman. You know, we don't know at this point. Is, that a, is that a wise idea, though? I like, don't know. Progressing those stories off screen so that it means, like, we don't... Like, because then that begs the question. Like, if stories are told that we haven't seen yet, like, like I want to see more Electro and Lizard. Or I want to see more about Sandman. Like, what makes him a villain, you know? But that goes into uh, Tom and Andrew showing up. Or, right. No, Toby and Andrew showing up. Yeah. Will their stories not progress? Well, it would. They would have to if the villains did. They, like in universe, they would have to. So we'd get off screen, unless they were plucked right from where we left off in the movies. And I guess they don't have to do that. You know, I am way more intrigued by this being an older Toby and an older Andrew, yeah, who have way more life experience, way more. Just they've seen way more. They have way more uh, advice to give. Tom Holland's yeah. Peter Parker. Cause I don't I don't think um Toby Maguire's Peter Parker has much advice to give Tom Holland's at the end of that third movie. No. He's what? still making mistakes. He can't have a good relationship. Sure, he's got the Uncle Ben stuff. Right. But he's still I just think it's way cooler if it's just older Spider Man. Yeah. And they have just this advice and they have this crown of knowledge that they can just give to Tom Holland. So I, I guess, find that I, way more I guess intriguing. it would make sense, you know, if yeah. time has passed. So that would basically mean that Electro, Green, uh, Green Goblin, well, yes, Green Goblin, but Lizard, Sandman, all those characters do end up dying in yeah. those universes. That, that, based on what Doctor Strange says in that trailer, that's, that's totally what that means, yeah. Whoa, man. I want to see those stories now. You know? I want to see a Spider-Man 4. I want to see an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Even though Amazing Spider-Man gets a bad rap. Like, I still want to see it. You know? And that's one of the questions later down the line. We can uh, can jump to it now. Yeah. If we want to. So how will this movie affect the Sony Spider-Man universe? Which one? Whichever one you want to address. As in, like, whichever one. What if they make a they more have movies? Future, future plans to build off. The, counting the yeah. Tom Holland movies. Just any. How does this affect Spider Man's future outside of the MCU? If there even is one. At this point, right. Because, I mean, the multiverse and everything like that, it's all converging. But will they use this story to introduce Toby and Andrew back? To the big screen, and, and then use those whoa. characters to make more movies. What do we think? That, about? <laughs> I would totally be up for it. Are you kidding me? Like, I think that's a no-brainer. You know, they got two unannounced Spider-Man projects next year. We don't know what they are. I mean, I would. I think a lot of people would go crazy if they announced Spider-Man Four and Amazing Spider-Man Three. It would just make money, you know. And then you bring in new villains like. Craven, you know, but I think, I think that question would only get answered after this movie. Yeah. There's no, exactly. so many questions that we have and, and we like to like, well, we like to talk about the future before the movie's even out, you know, mm-hmm. like how will this affect? I, I think we can only answer that question after this movie, you know, cause there's so many things like what the heck, like if, if daredevil is going to be in this movie, 
Does that mean he's going to get a show? Maybe. But we don't know. We don't know. I think we're 22 days away or something from it. Hashtag save Daredevil. Please save Daredevil. Absolutely, I'm dude. The, we're part of the gang. There's a whole um, everyone out there to save back. Daredevil. Save Daredevil, please. And if you haven't seen the Netflix, Netflix show already, go support Charlie Cox. Go watch that show. If they haven't seen it, by the time Hawkeye comes out and they introduce Wilson Fisk, rumored. Oh, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, definitely. He's got to be in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bouncing off that one, how will this affect the MCU? I know you just said. Mm-hmm. But, too early to say. But. But this has to have major ramifications on the MCU. And it's, it's interesting that no other hero shows up, like, other than Doctor Strange in this movie, you know? You can say Captain Marvel's off-world, but where, where's Hulk? What's he doing, you know? Like, there's a lot of MCU heroes, like, especially Falcon and, and Sam, uh, Falcon and Bucky, you know? Like, I guess not technically Captain America. Yeah. But where where are all these heroes? If this huge, like, if New York's being opened up, we see in the trailer there's these huge things happening. Like, there's got to be other heroes that show up, you know? And that leans into the theory. It has to be in a pocket dimension. These this big, whole movie? Not this whole movie. But the but final battle. massive scenes. Yeah. They have to be in these pocket dimensions or else there's no way for these other heroes not to make an appearance. I mean, they've done it before though. Like they have done it before, but this just is so huge. You have a massive sand creature, right? Roman New York city and the other heroes aren't going to come. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Dr. Strange there and I'm sure Wong right. has a slightly bigger part in this movie. Who knows? He might be going on vacation for all we know. <laughs> it looks like in the trailer. Go to the beach with that abomination. Maybe, dude. Maybe they're practicing to fight. But I, who knows, man? I mean, we know it's going to have direct implications for Multiverse of Madness. Dude, what if Loki showed up in this? There's no way he would, I don't think. I think there's too many players for him I to show up. I think end credit scene, anything's game. Anyone can show up in these end credit scenes. Oh, shoot. I because forgot. The next movie is Multiverse of Madness. I forgot that this movie... I forgot about end credit scenes. Yeah. So end credit scene, anyone can show up to tease the Multiverse of Madness. You could have Wolverine show up in this end credit scene. Oh. We do not know. It could be insane. Just because the multiverse has opened up, anything can be possible. Multiverse of Madness, hmm. that's going to be probably even crazier than, than this movie. Hype won't be there, but... The ramifications it could have could be just as big. Yeah, absolutely. So that le leads us into our next question is who will survive this movie? What characters won't make it out alive? Well, who I think is on the chopping block. I, I think, well, they're obviously teasing that MJ is going to die. Um, they're giving us the signature Spider-Man pose. He's has his hand outstretched to her. She's falling. I mean, it happens in almost every Spider-Man movie. But I think the popular theory out there is right now is he has to make a decision between Ned or MJ, hmm. you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you got to choose between your best friend or your girl, you know? Spider-Man 1, he has to choose between a trolley of kids yep. and MJ, and he saves both of them. I think it's plausible for him to save Ned and MJ. And but maybe not they're... in this situation, you know? Maybe the situation's a bit different. No, exactly, yeah. So... I would not be surprised if they killed Ned or MJ. And I wouldn't even be surprised. Well, I would no, I would be surprised if they killed Tom Holland. But 
I would be surprised too. I would not be surprised if Ned got the chop. If MJ was, I, I, but I, uh, they just introduced Jay Jonah Jameson, so they can't so kill him. These are my two biggest yeah. people I think are on the chopping block. I think Happy Hogan, I think he's been yeah. in a lot of movies. And John Favreau, he has so much work elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. To be a Big side character, yep. To be a side character in Spider-Man movies for the future, I think Happy could end up dying, and I think Aunt May is possibly mm. in danger too. So those two characters, I think, are most at risk. And yeah, Ned and MJ too. Who we knows? know we know it's going to be dark. I wouldn't be surprised. Like the the popular theory is that Ned he doesn't save Ned, and then Ned becomes the Hobgoblin. Because in the comics, Ned Leeds becomes the Spider-Man villain. Hobgoblin, technically, it's kind of a play on Green Goblin, but it's the Hobgoblin. So all of Spider-Man's closest allies would not be surprised if they got the chopping board. I would be surprised if they brought back Toby or Andrew and killed him. I would be surprised if any of these villains died. You know? Exactly. All right, so next question is, based on Tom Holland's recent comments regarding how he thinks his time as Spider-Man might be up hmm. and that the next person that should get a go at being Spider-Man is Miles Morales. Based on those comments, what do we think about Miles Morales not appearing as his Spider-Man, but having a slight appearance in this movie? I'll say, I'll say this. I would love to see him in the movie. But I don't think that statement is accurate. I, I really do think the more I the more I think about it, I really think that he's on the payroll right now. No, that's what I think. He's saying all this just to get yeah. us on edge, to get us going. Right. They totally have three more Spider Man movies planned. Yeah. He has a fat contract. Oh, I yeah. think technically he still has one more movie on his Marvel contract, if I'm not mistaken. I, after this movie. I mean I he set his contracts up after this. I but who knows? He could just be saying this all to build intrigue. Ooh, maybe I'm going to die. Yeah. But I think it'd be really cool just to see him live on. And But I do think Miles Morales could have a slight cameo yes, in right. this movie. Not that he's going to take the mantle, but he they're in that the ho homeless shelter. Feast, right. Yeah, the feast. Which I guess does exist in this universe. I was wrong about that. It, it does exist in the MCU. But I was thinking, dude, what if there's like a ton of Spider-Men that show up in this movie? <laughs> like, what if we get the PS4 Spider-Man? I would <laughs> All love right, let, let's go back to managing our expectations. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. I know. <laughs> yeah, let's but, get every Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, will make him appear out of a portal. It'll be insane. It'll be just like Endgame. But bro, like, what if though? You know? We gotta, we gotta examine that as a possibility, you know? What if... He was to show up, you know? Ponder the question. What if? What if? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Next question is, what does the title No Way Home refer to? I think that's an obvious one. It's, it's the villains. The villains. There's no, and maybe even Toby and Andrew, but there's no way home for them. Doctor Strange clearly doesn't want them here, but I think Spider-Man, oh, you know what? Hold on. I think that um, Spider-Man wants him to stay, I guess, because if they go home, they're obviously going to die. So maybe the title is referring to these characters like they don't want to go home. Like there's if they go home, they're going to die. 
So, so that's not necessarily how the title sounds. I the title says, yeah, you're right. no way home. Not, we don't want to go home. Or, yeah. we, we can't go home. Hmm. Or, shouldn't go home. No way home. There is no way home. All right. My hot take is no way home will be the last three words said in this movie. And I think it will relate to Tom Holland Spider-Man. He will be somehow sucked into a pocket dimension. Whoa. And there will be no way home. And that's how the movie will end. So you think that this title is referring to the end of the movie? I, I think. That's yeah. what, yeah. I think it'll be the last words in this movie. Because I, I think, oh, I guess. Well, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't it make sense if they were to do another Spider-Man movie after this to title that one No Way Home then? You know? I don't know. As, it's like an endgame situation. That's Doc, just hot yeah. take right there. Interesting. It's just a rogue theory right there for you. Well, shout, shout out New Rockstar. Well, because <laughs> that could just be it. What if he gets sucked into this pocket dimension and that becomes... I, I don't know if you've ever read Secret Wars. But yeah, no. Yeah. A ton of heroes get sucked up into these pocket dimensions and then it's like... Well, just one pocket Heroes dimension. and villains. And they all have to right. fight. So, that's a good one, man. I like that. Interesting. Last words of the movie. I'm not sure how they'll be used or who will say them to him. But you think those words will be spoken? Peter, there's no way home. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Hmm. Next question is, will there be a big bad in this movie? As in not just the four not or just five villains five. that we're going to get. Who will be leading the Sinister Five? Sinister Six. We have five confirmed right now. Who will right. be leading the five villains? Who will be heading the charge first into battle to fight Peter Parker? I think it's Green Goblin. It's got to be Green Goblin. I think so. It's got to be. Right. Because, I mean, he's, he's the leader. I feel like he is the oldest, the eldest out of them all. And... I think he clearly has the biggest vendetta against Spider-Man out of all of them. Spider-Man's messed with his son. Spider-Man has literally killed him, I guess. And yeah. I guess at the time that we see him, he's going to be right at the height of hating Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Because he is one of the villains who did die. So, I think he'll lead the charge with the rest of the villains. You know, they're all going to unite for their hate of Spider-Man. That's how every Sinister Six goes. You know? Yeah, and he has the one key mission statement. Get him in the heart. Get the heart, heart, Osborne. Yup. Get him in the heart. All right, next question is, at the end of Loki, we see Sylvie kill Kang, or the one who remains, who has teased that there are hundreds, if not thousands, other variants of him, all fighting for that seat at the end of time. And... When that happens, we see the multiverse start to split open. And in the Citadel at the end of time, Sylvie can look out and she sees the timeline splitting. And it's purple. It is the same purple that we see at the end of this trailer. And the question is, will Kang appear in this movie or even have a role in this movie? Will he have a slight cameo in this movie? Will he be the one pulling the strings? I say no. No, absolutely, I, I absolutely not. They've got way too much to do in this movie to bring in a character as big as Kang. I think they're saving him for a Loki season two, especially, and even or even. Well, I know that he's gonna come in Quantum Mania, Ant Man three, but 
I don't think he would have... Maybe you'll get a slight end credit scene, maybe. I like to think that Kang has a cameo in this movie somehow. Whether he's just a citizen. I just want to see Kang appear in this movie for a second. Because we know there's thousands of him. Right. It would make sense to see another Kang walking around. I would totally... Kind like, of like a Stan Lee yep. type cameo, but way more subtle. He doesn't hog the screen. He's in the background somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see that just to know that this guy is present. This guy does have power. And just, yeah. You see a scene of J. Jonah Jameson. He's just walking down the street and he passes a dude and it's just Jonathan Majors. You know, that would be sick. I, but I don't think he'll show up. I really don't. I would like to see him show up, but I don't think he will. They've got way too much to do. All right. Yeah. And our final question is how will this movie end? Will there be a cliffhanger ending? And how will this lead into multiverse of madness? I think, I think there will be a cliffhanger ending. I just having it lead into multiverse of mon, multi, <laughs> multiverse <laughs> monologues. Multiverse of monologues. No way. A multiverse of madness. I think it would just have to leave on a cliffhanger ending, just like WandaVision did. You know, it told the story it needed to tell, and then at the very end, you see Wanda doing her chaos magic, and it's like, holy crap! How is that going to tie into the universe? Like. Is she going to alter reality and bring her kids back? I think we're going to have a situation similar to that. And who knows? Maybe your theory is right. Maybe Spider-Man gets sucked into... I mean, that would certainly be a cliffhanger ending, you know? It would be. Peter, there's no way home. I don't know who's going to say that to him, but I would love for that to be the ending. Just Because with all this stuff of Tom Holland saying, No, I think I'm done. I... I don't know if I want to be Spider-Man mm. anymore. I definitely don't want to play him till I'm 30. Oh, yeah? Well, last month you said you want to play him till you die. So that's right. a bit of a contradiction. But I think it would just be really cool for it to be a cliffhanger ending. And it just couldn't be any more obvious that Tom is getting more movies. They've all kind of been a cliffhanger ending. If you remember in Homecoming, Aunt May comes out and she realizes that he's Spider-Man. And then the movie ends. And then... In the Far From Home ending, everyone figures out that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And then the movie ends, and it's a cliffhanger. So in this movie, do we get a conclusion to the story? Does it book end very well? I think if there's I think that's what's gonna happen. I think there's gonna be a sort of a bookend type scenario, but then the cliffhanger is gonna be either the last scene or an end credit scene. It would have to it would have to bookend it somehow. Because they're, right, they're calling this Spider-Man Endgame. Yeah. And we all know how well Endgame bookended. Endgame bookended so good. And yeah. if this is Spider-Man Endgame, there has to be some kind of bookend. But I just don't see a way that there isn't also some type of cliffhanger ending. Hmm. So There has to be. I'm not quite sure. However much like this movie matters... Not to just to Spider-Man, but to the broader MCU. So there would have to be. So I could see a way that they bookend Tom's story in a nice yes. way. Leave it slightly open so he could do more movies, bookend it. And then the cliffhanger ending would be Doctor Strange's side of the story, mm. where the multiverse is in madness. You know? Yeah. <laughs> how lucky There's, are how lucky are we to experience this movie, dude? <laughs> it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be insane. 
I can't wait. Dude, my mask is coming early. <laughs> I ordered my mask, and it's coming like a week earlier than it's set up. So, yeah, for the Spider-Man premiere on December 16th, yep. we, we're going to get probably 10, 15 people to go with us. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to wear Spider-Man masks. Yep. It's going to be insane. The picture's going to be dope. The people <laughs> there are going to hate us. <laughs> You know, we should just. I actually bought a full hat suit, so they're that gonna, is they're gonna hate me more than they'll dude, hate. Dude, that you. is epic. I know, but we're gonna like it's just, it's like this movie is one of those movies you tell your kids about. Like, dude, I got to see that in theaters. You know, how lucky are we, man? That we're is epic. beyond lucky. <laughs> lucky, blessed, whatever you want to put in there. You know, just excited. You know, we'll just say we're excited, man. Like the, for the next twenty or so days, or however long it is until the movie comes out, like. That is just going to be the main topic of discussion. Like this is like an endgame scenario. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's looking forward to it. This is like your big thing, man. I miss this. I missed this. I should say. COVID really messed this, man. We had a messed whole year up. of no Marvel movies. No nothing. You... It was like I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> mad because of uh, we had we got Clone Wars season seven and Mandalorian <laughs> season two. Arguably, maybe the greatest year for Star Wars ever. But I don't know, man. It's just nice to have a huge movie, like a like when I say huge movie, this is you can't get much bigger than this, man. You know. I know this is. We said it a million times. This is going to be insane, regardless of what happens. This is going to be insane. And I just, it's just all of these questions. We might have to do like two videos. Like of our thoughts, you know, because <laughs> because you're going to get the first one and it's just going to be our first thoughts and everything, you know, that was great. Oh, dude, this scene was awesome. But then it then it's going to be like, OK, what's going from here? You know, I mean, you're probably going to get both and both, but it's like there's this movie has so much to do. And that's part of why it's so big, because it's not just the end of what's come before. It has drastic implications for the future, you know, and it does have. A big burden to carry. Mm-hmm. Say we we're, we're talking about uh, Toby and Andrew not being portrayed well in this movie, but what if you have high hopes for Alfred Molina, or uh, arguably the best Spider-Man villain we've seen on screen so yeah. far? What if you have high hopes for them or Jamie Fox or the Lizard or Sandman? You know, what if they don't live up to your expectations? That would suck if fans judge a movie because Sandman wasn't as cool as he could have been, hmm. you know? And I think we're definitely going to get that. We're totally going to get that. Pro- start, some of the, something I'm starting to realize is that there's always going to be a negative and a positive to movies. Regardless like, what, of what, any movie. And that's so unfortunate because, like, no one can just... There can never be just something that is just fully appreciated just by a, everyone. That you was know? awesome. That was a good movie, and everyone agrees. Right. It, there's never. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a movie like that, except for maybe Shawshank Redemption. I've never met anyone who doesn't like that movie, <laughs> or Lord of the Rings. Max, you know? Max Duff said Shawshank was too long. <laughs> See, you know what? Even a movie like that, but I mean, it's professional criticism versus like common criticism. But it, it is what it is. But you know, there's no way that this movie won't be be beyond criticism. You know, Endgame. A movie like this one, people hated Thor. People hated Hulk. You could say justifiably they changed those characters, they altered those characters in big ways, but I but mean, they didn't end their stories. No, absolutely. There's still more. There's still more right. Thor. There's still more Hulk. 
That's why I wasn't as disappointed as most. Because we're going to see no. Thor in Guardians 3, maybe. And definitely photos, in Thor Love dude? and Thunder. He is jacked Yeah, he, for that movie. His arms are bigger than my head. Like, <laughs> Way bigger, dude. Chris Hemsworth. Shout out to Just you, Just a beast. <laughs> but we're getting Hulk and She-Hulk, dude. So it's okay, I think. You know, it would have been weird if they changed Captain America and Iron Man, you know? And Black Widow. No, or even if they made Thor fat and killed him. That, that would I would have, have been disappointed. Everyone, right. I would have been mad about that, too. Right. But since he survived the movie, I wasn't the, it's not like the best choice they could have made with no. the Thor character. But it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't ruin the movie. No, not for me at all. For what the movie was trying to accomplish, ending this saga, I think, or saga, however we want to say it, I think it definitely served a purpose. Exactly. And it yeah. executed that very well. So, anyway, we want to leave you guys with what do you think is going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home? Is Doctor Strange going to be a villain? Are these heroes going to make it out of here? Will Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up? How's the movie going to end? Let us know what you think in the comments below. And let us know what you think about the new format. Do you like it better? Do you, do you not like it better? We're going to be testing some stuff out. We're still in the beginning phases of multiverse monologues. So let us know what you think. Always. Feedback is always appreciated. Follow the Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like this video. Comment. Do all of that jazz. And um, for this video, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wenslow. Signing off. We hope that you guys have an absolutely fantastic day.